This is Otto Sturck, and you are listening to the We Are Live Fancast. I have not been able to listen to the uh, uh, to the Scott Marvin interview. Can I, can I just can I can I just uh, warn you that you know Scott's got nothing on me, so. <laughs> Welcome to the We Are Live Fancast. Mr. Redbeard and Mick. Well, uh, welcome back to another Weird Life Fancast. Um, I'm Mick. And I'm Redbeard. And we've got uh, Otto Sturk here who plays Vic. What's up? Ahua! Ahua! Wasapeni! Wasapeni! Oh, hold on, guys. I'm like, I'm like, uh, I'm tearing up. I gotta get tissue because I'm like all emotional. I'm really sorry. I mean, I'm just really happy to talk to you guys, but I've just been emotional lately. I'm sorry. Oh, just typical wearing it on your sleeve, huh? It's just a uh, t- typical Mexican. I'm sorry. <laughs> typical Mexican stuff. <laughs> oh man. I have one to pick with you guys, man. Yeah. What is it? Let's hear it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, what, what was this? Uh, Mexicans were, what, were, were emotional? What? A very um, sensitive and emotional guys. <laughs> Not afraid to show it, I think is what he was trying to say. <laughs> like, like, uh, like, like my brother-in-law, he, he's talking to, you know, he's, he's still tikka-tikka's in his, uh, in his mommy's eyes. <laughs> he's a little prince. Yeah, I don't, is that, does that mean prince? I have no clue. What? Tikka's tikka's, you said that before, tikka-tikka's. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's some abbreviated thing for some term of endearment. I hope so. I hope I'm not like cussing or something. An accident. <laughs> just, somebody's ears are just ringing. <laughs> okay, you guys lost me, man. What? Tika Tika what? <laughs> tika Tika who? I don't know. It's some little term of endearment for the, the male members of my wife's family. Oh, really? Is she Hawaiian? What you... <laughs> South, South Texas. I have no idea, man. Uh, <laughs> ask her what it means. Man. Hold on a second. I want to ask her. <laughs> and Mrs. Redbeard, welcome to the show. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man. How you guys doing, man? Hey, guys. I really do love your show, man. I've been, I've been, uh, I've been listening to you guys pretty much since you guys started. I mean, I gotta. I might have missed like the first three episodes, but I caught up and. I think the only one I have left to listen to is like, like I mentioned is. Well, thank you. That means Bert's interview. Yeah, that means a lot to to me, and I'm surprised that uh, you guys or that anybody you know from the show listens, and I really appreciate it. Uh, no, no, I, I uh, no, I enjoy it. And you know what? The other thing too is I really like going onto the forum. Sometimes you know I end up lurking, but <laughs> <laughs> I like to see some of the squabbles going on. But um, but no, man, I, I appreciate you guys putting the show together. I, I really do, and. Uh, and uh, and I'm glad to be on. So I, I appreciate it, guys. You know, I, sorry I flaked on you guys the uh, last week and stuff. And uh, but man, I was I was I was just out of it. Oh no, I'm glad we're getting you. Uh, what sounds like 100 percent this week. <laughs> <laughs> a little tequila in the coffee doesn't doesn't uh, <laughs> doesn't, doesn't hurt. <laughs> oh no, I guess it wouldn't. <laughs> so did you get the answer, Redbeard? She said it's pronounced like you would spell T-I-C-O. And it's tico, 
Oh, tico tico. Yeah, that. Yeah. All right. I'm just butchering it as much as a white person can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet we could butcher it worse. <laughs> hey, what, what, what part? Is she from uh, from Mexico too, or, or is she, I mean, I mean, her family is. They've lived in Mex uh, in uh, South Texas before, you know, since before South Texas was South Texas. No kidding. <laughs> okay. Wow. Shoot. Yes, when it was northern Mexico. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> when it was my land before it was your land, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> Her family's got uh, Castilian roots, so. Yes. Uh, but it's about all I know. Hey. <laughs> They're a great family. <laughs> you better say that. Yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so, so, uh, anyway, I, I, uh, I was, oh, gosh, I had something on my, I had wrote some notes here and stuff. I was gonna, I was gonna ask you guys something. You guys both, you guys, uh, both Marines, right? I mean, I, I was Army. I'm the oh. oddball out this time. Really? You yeah. are? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just teasing you, man. Uh, yeah, so, Mick, you were, you were uh, Marines, weren't you? Yes, I was in the Marine Corps of 2004. Oh, no kidding. What was your MOS? It was uh, it was 4066, and then it changed to 0656 whenever some certain things happened. But no, it was a small computer system specialist, and then tactical data network techni uh, technician, I think, was what it was. Nice. That was uh, 0811. That's... 0811. Yep, that is a cannon cocker. What's that? Artillery. Oh, wow. Oh, cannon cocker. Okay, cool. <laughs> I thought you said, like, I, I was picturing you, like, canning potatoes or something. I didn't know. <laughs> like, yeah. No, you were doing some, you were in combat arms. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but this was back in Desert Storm, man. We're, we're going way back. You know, I wanted to be uh, a forward observer after I wanted to be in Special Forces. Uh, not Special Forces, the, uh, the, you know, the Embassy Rescue. But my recruiter said he was going to kick my something if I didn't take this computer job, which I thank him for <laughs> daily. You know what? Yeah, yeah. Trust me, because it's like I, I, uh, I enlisted, but I made sure that I wasn't going to be a cook. You know, I was like, or or infantry. I knew I wanted to do something. But... No open contract. No, no, no. no. <laughs> well, Semper Fi. Where were you stationed? Uh, I was in Camp Pendleton, and then uh, I was actually a really good shot too when I was in. Um, I got top score in, in uh, my platoon. Wow. And. Uh, and so, you know, then they uh, they took some of the best shots and stuff, and then we got we got trained on laser guided systems, you know, with their artillery, and uh, the uh, uh, and then I was in Camp Margarita for a little while competing, so that was really nice. That was where, really. Cool. Where is that? Camp Margarita is actually in Camp Pendleton. Okay. And, and uh, they have a competitive range there, and so uh, you know, it was uh, Western Divisional matches back in 1992, 1993. So I was a young gun. But uh, but uh, did really well. Did really really well um, uh, at that time. But they got some tough contenders. I mean, they got some, you got some gunnies who just man could, sh could shoot like nobody's business. Oh, I bet. Uh, but uh, but yeah, it was it was it was a good, you know I was in for I was active in reserve about six years. So but uh, you know uh, Desert Storm for about uh, a little over six months. But uh, yeah, so you know it was uh, it was it was an experience. And uh, so. You know, I, uh, I I was actually the artist private uh, when I went in, <laughs> and uh, yeah, exactly. But uh, so sometimes instead of doing physical, you know, training, I was I was uh, inside the drill instructor's uh, hooch drawing. Yeah. <laughs> did you? Hey, did you? Uh, did you? Did you draw the platoon flag, flag or whatever it was? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I bet. I, I would love to see that. 
Oh man, I'm sure you don't I, have a picture of it, but yeah, yeah. Well, back then, yeah, you know, we didn't have, we didn't have, <laughs> you know, like cameras. They didn't allow us to take pictures or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I wish I had a picture of that because it was I, actually I was pretty proud of it. it. Came up pretty, pretty clean. I mean, it was pretty mean, pretty mean looking devil dog. It was, uh, you know, so uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. You know, I actually I should look up in the boot camp. Uh, I guess Your, yearbook, yearbook, I guess, and and see if they actually have it. You know. If they actually have it in there. Yeah, I, mine's sitting right up here above me, but it's flood damaged, unfortunately. Get out! Really? Yeah, it's all warped and everything. I can still find myself in a couple pictures, but it's... Oh. Yeah, it stinks. I, yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I, I look back at that thing, and I look like the biggest goober ever. <laughs> <laughs> this skinny little scrawny kid. <laughs> uh, you know what? I Yeah, they... I, I must... I must have, that's probably the thinnest I ever was. I mean, I was 17 years old. I had to get my folks to sign for me to get in, you know? And, uh, and, uh, cause I wasn't 18 yet, but man, I, I must have gotten out of there maybe weighing, maybe weighing 155, you know, if that. <laughs> but <laughs> I, was, I was lean, man. And yeah, I bet you look, <laughs> it's, it's hard to look like a goober in the Marine Corps pictures. They do a really good job. Uh, all you see is. <laughs> I was fully equipped with the birth control glasses and everything. I, <laughs> Portholes. I, I, I wasn't winning over the ladies after that. That's for sure. <laughs> oh no! No, my, hey, my, uh, uh, remember my, uh, my sister was army. She was, uh, she was army, but in the eighties, she was army. And uh, I have a nephew right now in the navy. So yeah, we got, you know, we're just missing the air force. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's cool. That's, so, that is really cool. Thank you for your service, man. That's neat. Yeah. Desert Storm back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes me an old fart, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what? Here's one of our regular questions we ask everybody: uh, How are you? And well, we don't ask them how how they and Vic are alike, but how are you and Vic alike? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, dude, I'm one of the same. <laughs> <laughs> No, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, you know, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a trip because I didn't know who the heck Victor was, man. And Casey wouldn't let me know who Victor was. So you know, you know, when I when I listened to the first episodes, I'm like, I cringe. I'm like, what the hell was I saying? <laughs> you know? uh, but you, you kind of grow into the part, and uh, and and Casey lets you, you know, it, it put a lot of yourself into the character. So I did, you know, I took a little freedom and stuff, and. And uh, it, it worked out, you know, it worked out and stuff. But I, I would say we're, we are both a little emotional. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're uh, you know, we're, I, I, think, I think we both have issues with authority, you know. It, it, you know, I mean, even in the Marines, I was getting in trouble. Um, but uh, because it, it was funny, you know, I had a, I grew up with a really, really, like, rough and tumble dad, right? I mean, he, I mean... No drill instructor could could put me in tech the way my dad did, right? Wow. So it was almost laughable in boot camp. And so when these guys would hit my face and yell at me and tap me with their cover, it was uh it, it was I couldn't help but laugh sometimes because <laughs> they they had nothing on my dad. And so uh, and so uh, so anyhow, so yeah, in, in that in that respect, I think Victor and and myself are having a little trouble with authority. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, I, I think, uh, I think, you know, we do, we wear our emotions on our sleeve and, uh, and I, I think, I mean, overall, I mean, Vic's cool. I'm not, <laughs> 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 but, uh, 
but uh, no, I, mean, I think I think it's been fun to uh, to put a lot of myself into the uh, into the character and whatnot, you know. So I, I, you know, the the fact that we there's you know, and I've said this a couple times, one living Mexican in in L.A. in the apocalypse is uh, <laughs> is pretty is pretty miraculous. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. We had like twenty six million. <laughs> oh no! I feel like uh, I feel like uh, you know Superman. <laughs> but but yeah, I thought that was pretty funny, man. I got nobody to speak Spanish with. You know, Fernando's gone. Oh yeah, Fernando's gone. That's too bad. Yeah. <laughs> So, well, but, how are you guys different at all? Uh, different, different, different. Man, um, I don't know. We both don't like cats. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but uh, how are we different? Uh, don't like <laughs> he really know. doesn't like them, and I and I kind of don't like them. I, uh... <laughs> I'm not really a cat person, man. You know, I mean, I won't go throw. I mean, I, I won't like go and throw them in a pool or anything. But you know, it's like. Right. <laughs> no, that just that that came out bad. You're not a uh, psychopath or anything. You're just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're both psycho. <laughs> uh, no, actually, how are we different? Uh, uh, actually, I, I got I got a good woman, man. I don't know about Vic's wife, but she sounded evil, man. <laughs> she did. <laughs> so, uh, so, so when it, when it comes to when it comes to the wife, man, we are way different. Because uh, I don't know what poor Victor went through, but it, it, didn't, it didn't sound good. <laughs> it didn't sound good. But uh, yeah, so I don't know. I don't. I don't know that there's a whole lot of differences. I mean, it's it's that it's funny. It's really odd. But I'm trying to think of something off the top of my head, and I, I can't. I can't think of something. Since you brought up a, you know, Vic's woman, do you think him and Kelly have already uh, kind of been romantic, or are they just kind of hinting around at it? Oh, man. Um, you know what? I, I some something. I think something. Something's been going on. I think they just keep it on the down low. I think. I think oh. it's. One of those, yeah. I, I. You know. I. I think it's. You know. It's just way too. Uh, the electric. The electricity there between them is. Is just. Is just. You can sense it. You know. And so you can. You can only guess at. You know what antics they've been up to. But because uh, they're both that way. You know. I mean, Victor likes to have a good time. So does Kelly. I just think that they're just not as open as as Michael or or Pegs and uh, about it. So you know, who knows? I I think something's been been going on with these two. Yeah, <laughs> good, all good answers. Thank you. <laughs> the lawyer and the insurance salesman. Yeah, I, <laughs> I have a hard time believing that. Don't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, I thought for a while, you know, the insurance salesman thing was a cover story for uh, Victor. Oh, man. How many theories are out there of Victor and the insurance salesman thing? I mean, it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it just it just doesn't it doesn't click, man. You know, but, but who knows, you know, maybe maybe he really was. You know, maybe it's just something he he just uh, he sucked at, you know, but, uh, you know, now in the apocalypse, he's actually good for something. Who knows? You know, it's like it's like it took an apocalypse for him to to uh, to actually, you know, be good at something, I suppose. I don't know. Who knows? That insurance salesman thing just kind of threw me for a loop. But uh, but who knows, man? I mean, there you see people doing jobs. You just you're like, really? You know, and uh, you're a taxidermist. Really? Uh, <laughs> 
but uh, but uh, you know, so who knows? Who knows? I, I think uh, I think uh, you know, Victor is is. I mean, we don't know much about Victor, so we don't really know. I mean, and you know, maybe he was, maybe he wasn't. I don't know, but but uh, but I think I think it's uh, I think it's funny that 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 it's been kept that way, where Victor has been probably one of the 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 the, the characters that we know the least of. Yeah, I could I could agree with that because. I mean, we didn't get to experience the beginning with him quite like the other characters, and he's you know one of the only ones around that's like that. Yeah, and and uh, I mean, you know, you had Kelly's prying and stuff like that, but uh, we know he's you know we know he's he, he you know was married, uh, but we don't know if he had kids. We don't know if you know where where he lived, where he grew up. We don't know we don't know anything other than you know he's he was recon and you know for the for the colony and and uh, and, and just you know became good friends with uh, with Saul. Well, uh, we'll have to ask that. We'll have to ask Casey that in the end. I've got we've got a list of questions we're trying to keep up with uh, to ask Casey in the wrap up. That might have to be one of them. What's what's Vic's true backstory? Come on, because he says he has all this stuff mapped up. He's like, who cares? <laughs> but uh, so yeah, but but I, I oh yeah, yeah. was that he said who? Oh yeah, yeah, Vic, Vic, But no, I, I I've, been, I've been having a good time. I um, uh, you know I came into the show. Via uh, Shane uh, Salk, and because uh, I actually had produced a play in uh, in L.A. where Shane came to audition, and he actually got the part, you know, and um, and and he uh, he later, you know, after you know, you know, we would you know <clears throat> talk every once in a while, and and um, and he he called me, and says, hey, uh, you know, there's this uh, this podcast. Uh, that uh, there's this part in the podcast that you might be might be good for. Says you want to want to give it a shot. I said, yeah, sure, you know. And so Casey and Shane were on the phone, and uh, I must have given the most overdramatic reading because <laughs> 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 I was like, you know, I'm thinking, wait, zombies, you know? Yeah, it's got to be pretty dramatic, right? So uh, so anyhow, uh, what's it called? The, uh, I thought I'm thinking in my head, oh man, I, I totally, I totally. Mess that one up, you know. I'm sure. I'm sure they'll be like, "Thank you. We'll call you." Uh, but uh, but no, it worked out. It worked out, and uh, and and I've been having fun ever since. It's been it's been a really good go at this. You know, I can't believe it's been years. Uh, you know, working on this thing now and stuff. So yeah, it's been fun. It's my first podcast, and and uh, you know, I've I've, I've actually been uh, acting since '97. But uh, when I got into the Screen Actors Guild. But for quite a while there, I didn't. I didn't do any acting. I didn't do anything because um, because I was just focused on my artwork. Because I don't know if you guys know, but I'm actually a professional artist and illustrator. Oh and, no, uh, you're a, you are amazing, phenomenal. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Uh, and so yeah, so I do a lot of stuff for film and television, and I, I so I get I, you know I go through a lot of projects. I go through you know projects like uh, iRobot. Uh, you know, gosh, I'm trying to think of a lot of them off the top of my head. I do a lot of stuff for Disney, Warner Brothers. So I'm a freelancer, so I don't work at any, at any specific studio. I just work out of my home um, working on a lot of these projects. So a lot of it is conceding the poster ideas or key frames for uh, some of the film, I mean, some of the parts that will be shot, uh, character design, you know, different stuff like that. And uh, so that that's that's uh, so so my wife, you know, she finally you know graduated with her master's, and so you know, really thinking about gearing back up and, and trying to get back into uh, my writing, which I really enjoy, and and then you know possibly getting back into uh, into acting. 
Very cool. So you do you do a lot of storyboarding? Yeah, I do some storyboarding, uh, but a lot of my stuff is more poster concept uh, and uh, poster co- concepts and uh, keyframes, which is a little bit different than storyboarding. Um, it's a little bit more uh, detailed. Um, you know, it, it sometimes uh, you know, let's say the executive producers are trying to figure out how to shoot a a uh, a shot, and so sometimes I call on the artist and say, "Hey, listen, can you can you draw this scene?" And let's see, you know, what comes of that. You know, let's, you know, we just want the actor doing this. So storyboarding tells it pretty much, you know, you know, few seconds by few seconds. A keyframe kind of tries to tell a good part of that story in one image. And uh, so I, I do, I do a lot of that. Oh, and, cool. uh, oh by the way, do you guys? Uh, I, I did a, um, I did a, one of the posters for uh, for Where Are You guys familiar the with that? Album art? I'm not. Which one? I did the one with the zombie coming out of the the like the you know wall the paper and stuff. Um, oh yeah, I have seen that. Have you seen that? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I forget. I guess it was posted on Weird Lives Wall, maybe. It, you know what? I'm pretty sure it's on their uh, uh, it's it's on their uh, their store in their store. So if you guys go to the store, I'm pretty sure you'll see it. Um, you know where they have all the uh, the all the uh, the swag and stuff. So um, I'm pretty sure it's in there. And and if nothing else, I'll see if KC can. Can have some posters for uh, the uh, the event and stuff, and, and and so we can get some signed. And uh, so so yeah, I did the one with the uh, and believe it or not, actually one of the cast members uh, uh, modeled for me for that. So hmm. I'll I'll let you guys guess who that was. Oh, cool! Yeah, <laughs> to go back and look at that. I'm pulling it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me see. I'm, I'm, I got the form here too. Let me see. I got the. Is it? Where's the, where's the store? Do they have the store? Yeah, it's on there. Where um, is it? How is? Who is that? Store on the, on the far right side. Oh, wait, there's a store. Sorry. Oh, and there's okay. At the very top, it's the first picture. Is that a... Uh, if that's one of the females, I hate to I was going to say Jenna McCombie, but I can't... <laughs> but I, I saw a tiny image of it. I've got to get back to where I can see a full size see, picture. Yeah, I, I wasn't about to walk into that trap. <laughs> where is it? I lost it. Where are uh, you? Where'd he go? No, I don't see that being a female. No, it's not. Um, is that Shane? Yes, it is. I was is. thinking Shane. Yeah. Yeah, that's but Shane's hair is not that yeah. straight, is it? it? No, no, no. It's no, not no, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, I but he did he did post for me. So uh, he posted for me, and, and then I, I I used that as as reference. To uh, to uh, to do the the actual initial drawing because it's traditional. I didn't use computer. It's all done on illustration board, old school. Right. So Shane and, uh, Salk, who played Angel, just in, I'm sure everybody that's listening yeah. knows, but just in case. Right. 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 Very and, neat. Uh, and then and then uh, so yeah so so uh, and by the way they have zombie books there too that my buddy did. He's an amazing illustrator and how to draw zombies, which is actually one of the top sellers uh, uh, on uh, gosh on, on on Barnes and Noble. So it's it's a really oh, wow yeah if you guys want to learn how to draw zombies it's a really cool book I've seen you uh, sharing that out on Twitter or Facebook maybe yeah yeah it's a really cool book and stuff he's an awesome Mike Buckus he's a great great illustrator very cool but, uh, hey since we're talking about art uh, the Haventon mentions uh, Otto oh, uh, you're... that's right they, I totally forgot to get back to him man I feel bad oh no yeah. he he wanted to hear you say it so uh, he said you're an amazing artist or <laughs> okay wow that sounded Otto, you're an amazing artist. I love seeing your work pop up on my newsfeed. Are you self-taught or did you go to school? Question two, uh, do you only work in pastels? And question three, will you please create video lessons? Ah, well, 
<laughs> well, first of all, because he did, he messaged, messaged me about, uh, about I, so I guess, a self-portrait contest and stuff. And unfortunately, I don't know if I'm going to have time with all the stuff that I'm working on right now to be able to do something like that. But, uh, but no, I'm primarily self-taught. I'm primarily self-taught. Um, you know, ever since, gosh, ever since I can remember, I've been, I've been drawing and just really observant. Um, and, uh, and I work in a lot of different media. Just lately, I've been working a lot with pastel. Um, and just because it's pure pigment, um, and it's, I just, I just really enjoy uh, doing pastels, but I work with, you know, being an illustrator, I get to work with a lot of different, uh, mediums and, and I know a lot of, a lot of you guys, um, uh, younger, younger guys are using the Cintiq, you know, or some kind of tablet to do their drawings digitally. But, um, I just, I just never really learned how to do that. And, um, and I just kind of grew into, uh, traditional materials like, Acrylic, pastel, watercolor, gouache, casein, um, you name it. Um, so uh, I, I'm just, I'm just, that's the way, I, you know, I do my stuff. But uh, as far as lessons go, absolutely. I actually have uh, a time lapse I did of my last painting um, that I'm, I, I've yet to post it to, to, uh, to YouTube. Um, and um, so I got a channel, but I haven't, haven't really used it. I haven't really posted anything up. And I know you can't find some stuff because um, I actually art direct as well. And I know you can find, it's a one minute film, it sounds really odd, but it's a one minute film called The Project's Lumiere. And it is based off of the first film ever made by the Lumiere brothers. And uh, it's a one minute film. And what they did is um, they worked with what they had. Uh, so it was a stagnant camera, no cuts, no edits, pretty much how the Penny Arcade came about. And so we did a film uh, with uh, those restrictions and and it actually won a student academy award uh in 2003 and uh so you might be able to see it on on youtube um that's cool it was it was yeah it was it was uh it was it was directed by uh, my friend uh, Walid Morsi and who's a really really uh talented director and um and uh, I, so I, I art directed it and um and there's some there's there's a couple other films you'll be able to find as well on youtube i'm sure that i've, I've done some art direction for so, oh, by the way, I don't know if you guys have seen the Jack Black, Gulliver's um, Travels. I don't know how well it did. It might not have done very I've, well. I've seen that it was out. I haven't seen the movie, though. Well, if you get it, uh, you'll see my artwork in the movie. Oh, uh, and then, yeah, so uh, I don't know if you guys remember the movie, but, uh, spoiler, uh, <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of uh, billboards in the movie uh, with Jack Black, uh, you know, drawn and, and, and painted into him and stuff. So he's he's, you know... He's pretty much in his world done everything. So you have the the little people uh, who do these uh, billboards in, in 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 homage to everything that he's done. Well, my friend Mike Buckus and I actually did all the illustrations for that, and they're actually in the film. So um, yeah, it's it's actually in the town square. You'll see tons of billboards, and we must have worked on that for quite a few months, uh, working on all that uh, on that on that artwork. Very cool. That's wild. <laughs> So, do you yeah. uh, do you enjoy it still? I mean, it seems like you have to, seems like you're pretty busy doing a lot of art. Do you actually still find time to enjoy it, or is it it's like work now? No, no. Actually, the illustrative stuff can can become work. Um, I'm actually gearing more into the fine art, and uh, and and which is what I'm really trying to do. I'm really trying to just do the, just you know uh, steer to the fine art, and it's been working out. Uh, actually, I just had a, a nice uh, exhibit at the 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 uh, the Autry uh, Museum in LA. It's uh, if you guys are familiar with that, it's, it's actually it's really well known. Uh, the, uh, the 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 Autry Museum, and I actually had a couple pieces in there uh, for the California Art Club show. 
which is uh, which is a big event every year. And so um, for the past for the, I think the past three four years, I've been really focusing on the art, the fine art, and and uh, it, it's been taken off little by little. So I'm actually getting more commissions and more gallery representation. And uh, that seems to be working out really nice. So yeah, I, I, I think I'm going to get away from the illustrative work just because it is becoming work. You know, the deadlines are insane. Um, I'll go two, three days without sleep sometimes, and and you know it, it might pay well, but you know it's like, <laughs> it, you know, I'm getting too old for this. <laughs> you know. Well, you- yeah, you had one on there, and I put in a request to see about getting a print of it, but it said General Morte. Oh, oh, General Morte. Uh, yeah, that that absolutely. You know what? And that's right, Mike. I, I totally. Uh, I mean, Redbeard. I totally forgot to uh, to answer you uh, uh, your request. I've just been getting uh, a ton of email with with the uh, with the work that the job that I'm on. But yeah, I, I I actually do have prints of that. I just haven't posted it up on the. Uh, on my website yet, so I, I, I do that. Yeah, but I do have prints because I've actually I did start an edition, an edition of that, and um, I had two different sizes, so I've got to look through my flat files and see which ones I have right now. But I'll send you one, absolutely, no problem. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, wow. I uh, I was looking. At, I think my favorite is the one for the road. It's the first one I saw of yours, and I actually for real thought it was a picture, and I was like, oh, that's really neat photography. I liked what he did there, and then uh, as I looked closer, I was like, wait a second. Is this this isn't this isn't a picture? This is <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a that one's a pastel painting, and um and and, and so a lot of, you know for those who don't know um you know because I, I do a lot of uh, I represent a lot of my culture in my paintings, and there's a lot of symbolism and and, and a touch of surrealism uh, in some of the paintings, but um but that one specifically is an homage to my uh, my uncle. Um, who passed away when I was 13. He, uh, he was, I mean, this guy was the life of the party and he loved, he loved his, uh, his tequila. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, and so, and so, uh, during the day of the dead, um, we create altars, uh, and these altars are, uh, they serve as, as, uh, for, as, as, a, as a, they serve several purposes. One is to, uh, put, uh, trinkets or things that could invite them, uh, as they walk back to the earth, um, you know, in their spirit form. And so, uh, one, so in that case, in the one for the road, um, it is, uh, it is his shot of tequila. And so basically, you know, it, it was, I titled it one for the road, um, uh, because it's, it's, you know, for him to take on his journey, on his journey back. So, um, so yeah, so that was, uh, so there's a lot of, you know, you'll see in a lot of my paintings and stuff, there's, there's symbolism and whatnot in each painting. And, uh, but, uh, but I really did enjoy painting that one stuff. I, I've been meaning to do that one for a long time. And, uh, and, and, and I finally finished that one. That was about a year, year and a half ago, maybe. So, yeah, but I appreciate the compliment. I really do. Guys. That's, that's really nice of you guys. That's, no, that's really cool. And Dia de los Muertos, is it? Dia de los Muertos. Dia de los Muertos. Okay. Just a couple always, of widows here. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> that's always been very uh, interesting to me. Yeah, it's becoming a lot more marketable, you know. You see it everywhere now. Tattoos galore everywhere and stuff. And uh, so, you know, it's not... Oh, speaking of Guillermo del Toro's new uh, little animation film that's coming up. Yes. Oh, that looks so awesome. Dude, I cannot wait till it comes out. I love, I, first of all, I love Guillermo del Toro. He and I share the same name. Remember you were talking about OTS? Well, OGS. Well, Guillermo is my middle name. And, uh, and so, but I, I love this guy's work because this guy... 
is pretty much primarily self-taught too as far as his drawings. He, he really comes up with some great concept stuff for his films. And he would spend hours doing some of these sketches, just kind of getting lost in them. And then, uh, and now he's creating them. I mean, it's, 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 it's his drawings are really, really well done. So I, I really enjoy his art. I remember sitting down and watching Pan's Labyrinth the first time, and it just blew me away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think I think I'm really digging the fact that he he goes back to the old school puppetry, you know, the the Jim Henson kind of work, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, the uh, the the prosthetic uh, costumes and so forth, versus using a lot of CGI. I really like that. I, I mean, there's, there's you have to lose yourself in it a little bit, you know. But I, I just really, I, I just enjoy that kind of classical, uh, you know, 80s type uh, uh, makeup, you know. And, uh, you know, if you, if you guys remember The Dark Crystal, you know. Um, you know oh, yeah. Like yeah, I just really enjoy stuff like that. It's just that, that, that kind of old school. And for uh, those counting at home, that's uh, Jim Henson reference number two in our interviews. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I really dig it. Man. So, um, but uh, I mean, well, I mean, gosh, we kind of steered away from where life so much. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh no, we're, we're here to learn about you, man. This is all really interesting. But, no, I, I appreciate it, man. I, I, uh, I, I think, I think now uh, that my wife is on vacation, she's going to be going on vacation. That you know, she's back. I don't know if you guys have. Where you, you guys are in? What state? Arkansas. Arkansas. Do you guys have regular school year or no? Yes, it's traditional school year here. Okay, well, here in L.A., it's been quite different. It's finally going back, too. So this is going to be her first year uh, since she was teaching that she's actually going to have a regular summer. So I think I'm going to get back to a lot of my writing. I really, really enjoy uh, writing. And um, one thing that you guys probably don't know about me is um, back in the uh, – when I, when I first got out of the military, I was actually doing stand-up. And, uh, and, and some of the guys <laughs> – I mean, I enjoyed it. It was, I mean, trust me, I was like doing, I was doing dives, man. I was doing stand-up comedy at places like TQ in LA. And, you know, I don't even know if that place is still around, but, (laughs) but man, it was rough, man. You got, you got these hardcore cholos, man. And if you can't make them laugh, (laughs) and if you can't make them laugh, (laughs) oh man. (laughs) I mean, you had these bikers, you you felt like, Oh man, the pressure was on, and uh, so it was quite a stage, man. And and but I was hanging out with some guys that you know, it's so nice. All you got to do is break out the Pee Wee Herman dance, and <laughs> I've seen I've seen the movie. Oh, you seen the movie? <laughs> you know what? Uh, and trust me, I did. I, did. I pulled it all out, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, it takes some. To be a stand-up comedian in the first place. <laughs> you know, when, it, when, when all else fails, you finish your routine with, drinks on me, man. It's <laughs> not <laughs> <laughs> for everyone. <laughs> then, uh, and then you're good. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, man, it was a rough, rough. TQs, man. TQs, in, 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 it was in L.A. And then uh, I was doing, uh, what was that other one? Jeez, uh, in Alhambra, I was doing... Uh, Oh man, I, 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 I can't remember the the. Uh, it was called East East Los Comedy Jam, right? And, <laughs> and uh, but it was rough. <laughs> but anyhow, so I'm glad I got out of that. But uh, but uh, <laughs> oh, you know, and, and so I, I just I went into writing, and so that's what I've been doing. I I, I can't. I'd really like to. Uh, I really like to. Uh, you know, finish up. Uh, you know, uh, you know, a couple couple illustrated books that I've I've been you know well into 
for the last six years. I just haven't completed them. So it would be nice. It would be nice to get back to it. Very cool. Very cool. You got another question? Uh, let me regroup for a second. Okay, I can ask one. Hey, uh, Deanna says, she's got a little thing here, and I'm really interested in this. She said, ah, oh, I'm a Victor. I also love watching my hubby play Bioshock, which I believe Mr. Stirk did some artwork for. It is amazing. I've done, that's right, I have done stuff for Bioshock. Have you? I could not find that online because I I just now played it for the first time. I have, I have, first of all, I have a lot of contracts I got to fill fill out, um, sign when I'm working on certain projects. Some of them I cannot disclose anything, unfortunately. Uh, Some I get to keep the rights to the artwork, uh, and some only for uh, promotional purposes. So unfortunately, not everything I do is I'm able to put on my website, you know. But uh, but when I do get the clearance, I'll I'll make sure I, I'll try to put as much as I can up on the website. So but there's a lot of lot of yeah a lot of a lot of gaming stuff I've worked on. Um, HBO shows I've done a lot of. I did work on Game of Thrones. Uh, yeah, I mean there was a lot. In fact, in fact, you can see I helped my buddy uh, Mike out. On a couple of animatics that you can actually find on YouTube as well for Game of Thrones. Wow, like uh, like what? Is there anything that I would recognize? Uh, yes, they are hand well, they're hand drawn, so traditionally drawn, and I think that's what they really liked about it. And it tells about the history of some of the uh, the families, so and how some of them came about to power. So it's nothing. Oh, like it's it. the book in the first season. It sounds like. Yes, I think it might be it. I'm going to have to find the link for you guys. I'm not sure what it is, um, the, the actual link. I've got to look it up, you know, because I'm really bad keeping up with some of this stuff. But, uh, but yeah, you'll see some of the stuff for Game of Thrones, some of the animatics and stuff. And if you go onto my website, you'll see some of my entertainment art that I've done. Some of this is a little bit old, but I've got, I've got to put more stuff on there. Uh, but I've done everything from Ringling Brothers, you know, posters to, gosh, I mean, uh, gaming. Uh, see, as far as games go, gosh, um I'm trying to think of stuff off the top of my head, I'd have to go through my, I'd have to go through my my job notebook to see what I've what I've worked on. But let me see. You know what? In fact, I'm curious. Let me open up some yeah, of these. And I'll finish up what she's saying here while you're looking for that. Uh, she said it's amazing. I uh, just wanted to throw out kudos. Oh, and please live, Victor. Please. <laughs> <laughs> you are you are one of my favorites for sure. Dear zombies, <laughs> take pegs instead. Yay. I feel. I gotta feel like I'm the last of the Mohicans, man. And uh, but uh, but I'm gonna try, man. I'm gonna try. I like I like to do, you know, is is a uh, is a uh, Ben Casey. <laughs> it's like, come on, man, give a Mexican a break, man. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but uh, oh, here we go. Yeah, I've worked on 22 uh, 22 Jump Street, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, American Horror Story, Enlisted, Free Birds, Girls. Skechers, Smurfs, uh, X Factor. Uh, I've worked on uh, Fast Six, uh, Intouchables, uh, Rush, James Bond, King of the Nerds, Newsroom, Sleeping Beauty. That was for uh, that was for the uh, Broadway play. Oh, cool. Uh, uh, da, 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 da. Resident Evil, Star Wars, Glee, Pirates of the Caribbean. Eastbound and Down, <laughs> Barbie, Max Steel, Battleship, uh, so uh, Hung, everything. Uh, wow. Yeah. And it's it's just anything from billboards to movie posters to yes. illustrations. Everything. Bus wraps, you know, uh, 
everything, anything that has to do with sometimes, usually poster concepts, usually, um, or, or it, you know, when you're when they're looking for exploratory stuff, meaning, okay, how are we going to market Godzilla? I got an idea. Let's put a lot of pink flowers in his hair. Um, <laughs> you know, that just doesn't cut it. Um, so, so lots of times what happens is you get these executive producers who get these trailer park companies, and what they do is they give them a budget. And these, but, and these companies, these trailer park companies, compete against one another, and they hire their artists. Sometimes they'll be in-house, but sometimes uh, they'll, they'll get artists like myself from the outside to give our outside uh, thoughts and opinions and, and ideas and whatnot. whatnot. And, uh, and then they take in their, uh, their, marketing, their marketing ideas, and whoever does the best of marketing, you know, has the best marketing portfolio, they get the, uh, they get the big chunk of change for... Uh, for the, they get the whole campaign. That's neat. See, I would think that, and I'm glad to know that it's not all digital. You know, I would think that it would be, but I would, cool say, it's not. I would say the majority, I would say about 90% of the stuff out there is digital now. It really is. Um, and so we're, we're kind of like, we're, we are some dying dinosaurs, uh, the traditional artist, um, because digital is somewhat faster. It is. And, and uh, so, but a lot of people seem to like, the old, uh, hand you know, drawn, yeah. yeah, hand drawn, the 80s, you know, Drew Struzan kind of posters. And, and uh, you know, it's just uh, some people, you know, that's that's what you're looking for. They're, they're still looking for that. So, you know, but like I said, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to make that transition. So, you know, I mean, um, I know a few guys, just a few guys, probably, you know, a handful of guys who still draw traditionally. Mm-hmm. What, so. what did you do on American Horror Story? Like, what season was it? That was... Hold on, let me check that contract. <laughs> Can smart I say man, it? Smart man. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'd like to ping you about all of these different things. You know, yeah, American well, Horror Story, uh, that one, I, uh, which one was that? That was season two, I believe. Let me see. Let me see. Uh, that was, I'm checking, checking, checking. Uh, okay, that was the one with the witches. It was. Oh, okay, so this is season three. That, that was this last one. Uh, with Jim Gleason, Force, or it was the Coven. It was the one with Jim Gleason, right? Yeah, that's so funny. Oh shoot, it is. Right, 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 right. That's hysterical. Who plays Michael, of course? Yes. That's really cool. Yeah. So yeah, so I did I did some sketches for that. So yeah. Cool. Now you do sketches so that they can see kind of what a f- scene would look like. Yes. Yeah, okay. Sometimes no. Sometimes it's a whole. It's just to uh, they, uh, it's to art direct their campaign. Uh, meaning, you know, if you if if KC came to me and said, "Listen, I really, really would like to do season five of We're Alive," and uh, and but we got to market it differently. Um, what ideas do you have for the artwork? How are we going to market it? And I say, uh, why don't we do some cover art like, you know, Barbie goes to Hawaii. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, and it might not work, but, you know, uh, but no. And so that's the way it works. You know, they, uh, they, they come to me and they, they, they say, listen, um, we need some ideas for how we're going to market this TV show or how we're going to market this movie. And, um, you know, if they land that campaign, it's a it's a really good paycheck for them. I, I you know, we're we're some of the I guess some unsung heroes 
because we're freelancers, so we'll never get uh, uh, credits in 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 the you know we'll never get anything in the credits you know names in the credits. But uh, but sometimes you know a film will come along like you know like uh, Gulliver's Travels and and then we work directly with the director and and uh, and when we do. But most of the time when we're working with the trailer park company, we don't get credit for that. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I feel bad for the poor staff that wakes up and thinks he hears you say, uh, Casey has me working on art for the season five. <laughs> <laughs> so let me say it here. No yeah. season five. Season five. <laughs> no, no season five. We're not, we've been asked, don't, don't say that. anything about season five. Because we, we've played a few jokes, and that's oh. not a, that would not be a funny joke for the fans. <laughs> Well, well, no joke. I am working on season five. <laughs> You're going to be in trouble for that one. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> season five. King Vic. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no season five. Beep, beep. Sir. <laughs> and it's in his roving, uh, his roving chihuahuas. His, 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 his roving band of chihuahuas. Okay. Oh man. Okay. So you've you've spoke much about uh, many Hispanic things tonight or Latino things. So I wasn't going to ask this question. Somebody put on Facebook. Uh, it was, and I, I bring it up because I actually like. I know what this is, and I like it. I probably not. I'm probably not going to say it right. Uh, Chris Combatant asked, "Does he know what horchata is?" <laughs> I do. I like horse. Is, is it is is it anything like horse doers? Oh, horse divorce. <laughs> or d'oeuvres. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. If I yeah, see that written, I'm, I'm like, what is this? Horse it's, divorce. It's, it's horchata. Horchata. <laughs> yeah. There's no. Horse, there are no words in the uh, the horchata. Oh, I was just writing, saying how he, he wrote it like that. I know. I'm, I'm kidding. No, he didn't. I totally screwed it up. <laughs> I'm just teasing you, man. I, I'm just getting you for that whole emotional Mexican thing. That, that wasn't was me. Fault. That wasn't me. <laughs> it was the other way, though. That was the other guy. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, horchata. Uh, I love horchata. Jeez, man. It's like, um, it's a staple, you know? That and... Uh, what that, is it exactly besides oh, rice milk? It's it, it pretty much, you know, it's milk, rice, cinnamon, sugar. Family you know? Guy tried to explain what it was, my friend told me. Oh, really? Oh, I, yeah. I haven't seen that episode. <laughs> it's it's a long, drawn-out process that they show you don't know what they're doing. And then it just goes to a guy, and he takes a drink out of this thing that's been, like, literally through everything on everything. Gross, good, doesn't matter. And then he just takes a drink of it and goes... Horchata. Oh no! <laughs> you gotta one thing for sure. You have to you have to wring it through a dirty sock. Um, otherwise, <laughs> that's the old school way of doing it. They see me, you know, coming to get some. They probably do it a few times. <laughs> you know, I'm not kidding you. There's actually a thing called called tequino. I don't know if you've heard of it. Tequino. It's all over the place here in LA. Sometimes you'll find it on the corner. Now, I don't know, but. I've been told because I, I I've had it once, but if you guys find that the huino stand, maybe you shouldn't try it because <laughs> I, I hear part of the recipe is a little spit, and so uh, you know it, it just it doesn't sound appetizing. 
because it's on Appetite Animal. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, don't, don't, don't. <laughs> don't <laughs> uh, so, but, but the horchata, horchata's okay, man. It's, it's rice, sugar, yeah, milk. What is it that no matter how much ice you put in it, it still kind of tastes warm? I have no idea. Is that, does that happen to you? I think that's from the urine. <laughs> <laughs> it sinks to the bottom, and that's what the. <laughs> I got you. I got to stir it up. I got. I got to have all the Mexicans knocking on my door, man, saying, "What's up, man? Why are you selling us out?" <laughs> uh, no, man. You know what? I I don't know. I, why do they get cheap? Why do they get cheap with the eyes on horchata, man? I don't get it. Yeah, like, that must be that must be what it it's is. Like, it's like, come on, man, give me a little more ice. It's cool. It's like, you know? no, you can't water it down. It's it's a certain formula, I guess. Maybe it's, I don't know. It's a certain formula. <laughs> <laughs> but, Very uh, scientific. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I, I, you know, uh, I, I've made it a few times, uh, and, and you know, my mom makes it real good, you know, uh, horchata and stuff. But you know, yeah, I don't like. Don't get the the, the store bought powdered stuff, man. That's just nasty. I get it from the from uh, one of the local Mexican restaurants here. They have it in one of those like looks like uh, those machines you see the what is it? The same thing, the fruit punches. Yeah, like the fruit. Oh punches. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, well, you can get what you can get. You know, you, you mm-hmm. can take what you can get. It's, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. You know. It's, <laughs> uh, I don't know what's in that man? Miss Redbeard's family doesn't make that, do they? With that, I was asking. No. Oh, if they did, I would love to try it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Give it a shot. Maybe it is all right. Yeah. Oh but, no, it, it's good there. It's just. Yeah. You know, it's always warm somehow. You know, just don't. Yeah, don't don't get cheap with the ice, man. Come on. <laughs> it's nice. But uh, but yeah, or just the. But uh, okay. So did I answer her question? Or somebody? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think you know what it is. That was the question. He just wanted the. He just wanted to ask if you knew what it was. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I better know what it is. <laughs> you better. What would happen if you didn't? I'm curious. Oh, jeez. I, I think uh, uh, the world implodes. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so I, I, yeah. You're there's, so much fun. <laughs> yes. There's a, there's, a, there's a saying, man, in Spanish. Soy más mexicano que los frijoles. And, uh, and my dad's like one of my dad's favorite sayings. I guess he's more Mexican than beans. The beans I, at the end, right? I, I caught the beans. So, First I was like, French fries? No, that's beans. That's beans. <laughs> <laughs> what are fries again? Oh, I used to, I, I worked in a restaurant when I was very young in Texas. Papas fritas. Papas fritas, yes. Yeah, fritas. Yeah. And uh, actually, uh, the cook's name was Angel. And yeah, Papas fritas. Papas fritas. Yeah, so this is uh, this is uh, the the Spanish uh, learning section. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Rosetta Stone fan cast. This is where we start the bleeping. <laughs> this is where we start. Right. <laughs> You're not going to understand it. It's in a different language, but we still have to censor it. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, so um, yeah, there was a couple other uh, questions. That, oh yeah, uh, I've got a seen. few more left. I've got I've got Albertos as well. Alberto. Yeah. I'm gonna go. I'll go ahead and ask his questions. So some of these are very world specific. So here goes nothing. Let's see, uh, according to Otto, what is Vic's backstory? 
<laughs> yes, according uh, to you, let's hear it. He sold horchata. <laughs> 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 he had a taco stand, and uh, he had the best horchata in town. Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, 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 I like to think that uh, that he was a pretty cool guy. You know, uh, before the 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 apocalypse. I mean, he had to have some kind of moral value. I, I, I just kind of find it hard to believe. That you know this this thing this thing happened and then you know all of a sudden became somewhat noble. But uh, so you know I I think maybe his backstory is he just just had a bad marriage. You know maybe maybe that's why maybe he didn't have kids. I don't know. But uh, but he never. I mean I mean I have a big family. I mean for a Mexican not to say anything about his family. <laughs> oh wait, wait, wait! He does, he does. Yes, he does. He talks about his cousins doing a a a, a, a well, right, or a windmill out in uh, in Tijuana. Oh but, yes. Yeah, but that's uh, but that's about it. You know, he never talks about you know <laughs> his family in L.A. or anything like that. So, so I don't know. But I, I think as far as backstory, gosh, you know, I I, I think. Uh, Gosh, I, I don't know what what would he do? What would what you know? I mean, international lot, man of mystery, of course. He, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was he was a uh, he was a spy. I don't know, but uh, Force a lot, Recon. A lot of people think he might have he could have been a police officer, or you know, maybe he was CIA or something. Uh, maybe not that much, you know. But but uh, I don't know. I, I maybe maybe. I guess he maybe he did sell insurance, you know. Maybe a lot of people think maybe he sold uh, life insurance, you know. Oh maybe yeah. He's, uh, maybe he's tied to uh, the family, if you know what I mean. But uh, but I, I I don't know. A lot of people still think that Victor might be uh, an informant or uh, somebody working with the Scratch and the Maulers. But I don't know. That seems that seems. I mean, somebody put some really good points on the forums. I can't remember who that was. But uh, they pointed out certain things that, gosh, he could. <laughs> I guess he could have been. But uh, but it's just hard to believe at this point with everything that he's gone with Saul and and, uh, and and everyone there that that he could he could totally betray them at this point. I mean, it'd be a jaw dropper if he did. Oh yeah. Huh. So, but I wish I could. I wish I had a better answer to that question. I I just don't know. I never really, you know, try to think of a backstory for him. Other than uh, other than what what because uh, you know part of it was was uh, part of it Victor is is his mystery and so I I, I kind of left it at that I didn't try to make more of it than than what it was you know and so uh, so I never really dug that deep maybe for you know for his past <laughs> other than you know then he was you know was married but yeah but who knows maybe he owned a maybe he owned a, a little shop in Oliveira Street I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's see. His next one is, "What does Vic think about the other members of the tower, what and is, what happened between Vic and Michael to cause the quote-unquote issue?" Oh, well, what was the first part? What does Victor what? What does Vic think about the other members of the tower? I think, I think overall, he likes a lot of the people. I, I, uh, uh, but this whole thing with Mike. I mean, Mike, Mike, can, you know, I don't know. He's got a. He's he, he can he can he's a little moody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's a little he... moody. <laughs> you know, and uh, I, I, guess, I honestly I, I, thought. That... I, I was, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Honestly, I honestly thought that uh, Michael was jealous of 
Victor and Saul's friendship there for a little while. You know, it may be. It may be because, uh, uh, but we, but Saul and Victor spent months together, you know, and you can't blame them for that. They were they were buddy buddy for geez months on end. And uh, you know, I don't know. If Mike uh, has daddy issues. I don't know what, but <laughs> but I mean, he's not the easiest guy to get along with. He's not, you know. And uh, and and so I think Victor and Saul hit it off, man. And and they opened up to one another, each other. They they allowed themselves to. To be a little vulnerable, man. They had that bromance going on, I guess, you know. But, uh, but, uh, but, but, but I think I think uh, Mike doesn't like to be challenged in many aspects, and uh, and and it's not until the later chapters that you finally he lets you know he lets go a bit with uh, with uh, with CJ. But uh, but I I think you know. But but then you know Victor tried to pick up on his woman, so you know there's that too. So <laughs> do you guys remember that? No, it was no. yeah. You guys remember? Okay, it was it was it was a hint. It was a hint, you know. And it's when Victor is uh, driving pegs through the uh, through Ground Zero, and uh, and and uh, oh. she gets out, and he's like, "So, Mike, uh, you you and Mike, huh?" And she's like, "Yeah." And so it's just kind of awkward, you know. He's just kind of. It's like you can you can you can kind of tell he wants to you know get to know her a little bit, <laughs> but, but so I'm sure that news went back to Mike, you know, and uh, so maybe he's just not having it. Oh so, yeah. So I, I think that's it, and the fact that he's always testing Michael, he's always testing, you know. So be careful, don't don't leave your girl around Vic. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you don't you dare leave your woman around here. No. It, it was one of those rare moments where Vic was missing his ex-wife. Uh, oh, yeah. no. Blood for punishment. Yeah, you know, if he's going for pegs, he doesn't know how to pick them. But... <laughs> no, that's just kidding. That's messed up. That is messed up. <laughs> Mike, Mike and pegs were made for each other. Uh, you know, but, uh, but you know, so, so there, there was that. As far as the other members of the colony or, or the cast, you know, I, I think he's I think he's pretty cool with everybody. I think uh, you know, I mean, obviously he and Kelly are hitting it off, despite you know the their their beginnings. Um, she was just flat out annoying. Um, you know, I don't know if you guys remember that. Oh yes, oh yes, yeah. hard to forget. <laughs> and uh, but you know, Tanya, Tanya, in some aspects, I think was was a older sister to him maybe or almost i mean he he did he didn't argue with tanya very much i mean in the colony he pretty much did what she asked of him and uh so there wasn't a whole lot of arguing so in that sense you know victor is a reluctant follower but also reluctant leader he's never never the type to like you know be gung-ho about certain things you know it's like he's he's still very uh his mortality is still very much real and uh, and and uh, so you know he's reluctant in that way. You know, where it's like, really, do we got to go do this, guys? Hmm. Yeah. You know? But you know, when it when it when when it hits the fan, you know, he's uh, he's there. You know. So and uh, but I think he's I think he's one of the the people who who does get along pretty much with everybody, even reluctantly. So, but uh, I mean, even with CJ, after everything, you know. So he still you know gets along with her. 
right. Was that all of uh, Alberto's question? He's, he's got two more. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he says, have the cats from Dunbar continued to soil his bed? <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was messed up, man. <laughs> no, not yet. It's still messed up, man. It's what cats? It's still messed with poor Victor. <laughs> That's the worst, man. I had, a buddy, oh, yeah. I had a buddy who just his cat would just would not stop, man. And he, did, I was sometimes I was you know sleep over and stuff, you know, because we we do these, uh, you know, he was into role playing, and every once in a while, you know, I join in. I I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Um, like I roll how many dice, uh, you know? So I was like, <laughs> All right, what do I win? What do I win? Uh, <laughs> Sorry. So, so we, we, you know, we're going to sleep like at four in the morning. But that damn cat, man, he had it in for me. So it's like he would, you know, he had a sleeping bag for me and stuff. But that freaking cat, I swear to God, if that cat wasn't peeing in that sleeping bag, every <laughs> time I would show up. So, you know, I think that's a funny that's parallel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, but uh, so I don't know, man. I, 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 I cats. Cats and I, you know, I just, I'm not, I'm not, I'll tolerate it, but I'm not, I'm not owning a cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Speaking of, okay, so I'll share this little story. A friend of mine went to school out in California, and while she was gone, she had me watch her cat. And uh, we had it at the house, and it was just the weirdest cat ever. It would, like, rub around, up on your leg and would be, like, growling at you at the same time. So some very mixed emotions going on with this cat. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, during that time, and it was it was very much a recluse, like it liked to hide. Well, it found the access to the attic, and uh, I couldn't get it out. I kept feeding it and giving it water and trying to lure it out, and it would never, never come out. That thing ended up dying in the attic. Oh, my gosh. No! It's like, oh, how am I going to tell her that I killed her cat, basically? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh, it was the worst. Did you pull the Frankenweenie on it? Uh, <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it, it was worst though, man, and it it was nasty. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so uh, I'm hungry. How about you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tacos, anyone? <laughs> Born raised cats. Let's <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, see. Alberto also asked, uh, "What are you doing after we're alive?" Oh well, shoot. I mean, I, I uh, after we're alive, I, I would really like to get back to uh, some of the some of the stories I've been putting together. You know, I've got uh, and maybe you know, I don't know. Uh, if, you know, maybe a podcast if I could. Okay. Uh, but uh, but it's a it's a it's a it. It's a, it's basically um, it's some of the stories that I have are more family oriented. You know, they've got a little bit of fantasy to them, and uh, and one of them is called Bandito and the Feenmeister, and uh, and it takes place. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? <laughs> but but it takes place in a real timeline, and it takes place from 1917 uh, uh, all the way up into World War II, and it goes starts in Mexico. Uh, it starts in Mexico, goes to New York, and comes back to Mexico. And it has to do with three people. It has to do with uh, uh, a Mexican uh, revolutionary, uh, French opera singer, and a, and a German brown shirt. 
So, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, and it all takes place in in, uh, in a circus in Mexico. So it's uh, it's it's a story basically of of uh, you know, and it has to do with a real timeline. So, and 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 people during real, you know, obviously fictional people during those those, those circumstances. But I'd love to do that. I would love to do uh, that. Uh, you know, write it as a book. Uh, but you know, if I could get into uh, you know podcast form, maybe that would be really enjoyable. Yeah, so, that sounds really uh, interesting. Yeah, you know, and, and so I've done a lot of illustrations for it already, and uh, so I can really see it coming together now. And uh, and then I've also worked on a couple other properties. I actually have a couple other properties. There's one. There's one that's totally wrong. Uh, it's it's called Ghetto Teria. And uh, and and for those of you guys who aren't familiar, there's a game called Loteria, which is Mexican bingo, right? And I mean, well, actually, it started in Spain. Oh, like lottery. Uh, yeah, lottery. Right. It's it's basically bingo with images, not numbers. And it started over, at least over 500 years ago. And so you know, you would win prizes, you know, based, you know, you would have an announcer, and that announcer would would call out the image, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like the hand, you know, the image of the hand, the hand, and then he'd have this kind of quirky little, you know, uh, blurb that he would that he would pronounce. And so you'd have all the people in the court, you know, putting uh, whatever uh, a gem or something on top of that image when it was called out. And if you got, you know, five in a row or whatever it might be, then you know, obviously you won some kind of prize. Well, I, I did this the same, you know, but it's it's very. Um, it's very kind of South Park edgy. So, <laughs> and, and I'll have to I'll have to post some of the images up. But some of the characters, oh my god, you know, they're just uh, it's 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 yeah, it's you know, the stereotypes. <laughs> it is, Sounds this, funny. You don't you don't market this to children, absolutely not. Yeah, you know? but um, you know, it, it, it's it's a. Uh, and, and and so some people I'm sure you know they'll come looking for us like what are you doing you know but um but I decided you know if we ever put our name to it uh, my my friend Mike and I are gonna dress up like ninjas so that let's uh, <laughs> <laughs> say well who are the authors of this oh they're ninjas never mind uh, but <laughs> <laughs> <Love> a smoke gone. <laughs> We did have a beef with you, uh, but uh, but uh, so yeah, so there's that, and then there's uh, and and uh, and then there's also a children's story, which has to do with you know we're being military men. Um, there's a story of actually a little girl who, um, in Spanish, because it's, by, it's bilingual, it is uh, her, her name is Pinta Corazones, which is painter of hearts, and so she has this thing to paint hearts for every person that she meets, and. You know, so and she paints these hearts that kind of describe like the mailman. So she have a heart with a stamp in it or whatever it might might be in her room. And so she she loves doing these hearts on, on in her room. But her her dad is obviously off to war, and um, so her mom and 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 the girl have to cope with the grandmother passing away. But it's it's a it's I used to work um, with a uh, uh, my wife is actually a special education therapist. And um, and so I've worked with uh, with therapists using art as therapy and children's books as therapy. And so I decided to write this book for uh, families who have dealt with loss, especially during the war. So um, so I thought it'd be a, 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 a nice change of pace, mm-hmm. you know, to all of the ghetto stuff. So, so yeah. wow. but uh, sounds really uh, sounds neat for it could help some people. Yeah, no, it was, it was nice. It was really nice to work. I worked, I worked for quite a few years with that uh, with that uh, uh, family therapy company, and um, 
gosh, off the top of my head, I'm trying to remember the name, and I can't remember. But uh, but they did some really good work for families dealing with serious issues, and um, so it was really nice. So I, I I thought you know I'd like to finish that that book off and stuff. So mm-hmm. and uh, and many of the books that that uh, that they used were actually being translated into uh, into uh, Spanish if they were English and vice versa. And of course, one being Where the Wild Things Are, and you know uh, uh, yeah, there was a couple other books that they used for for therapy. So uh, you know. And, um, and so I thought, you know, it'd be nice to get finally get back to the writing. So that's awesome. Hey, uh, Holly had a uh, question for you. Sure. Uh, what was your What was the your favorite moment of recording? Not necessarily the best bit of script, but what you enjoyed the most. Oh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. That's tough. One specific moment. Gosh, I don't know. I think I think what stands out. Uh, Recording with Nate G's is always fun. It, <laughs> you balance off each other, we're cracking up. Um, but I think that whole reveal of CJ and Saul and Vic standing there and our reaction to that, I thought that was pretty fun. And uh, uh, do you guys remember that? Yes. Uh, yes. Whenever they – she changed in front of them, right? Is yes, that what right. you're talking yeah. about? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she didn't turn into a zombie. That's not what I'm saying. And you know, CJ says something like, "You guys have seen these before," and uh, and Vic says something like, "Not in a long time, we haven't." <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was uh, that was funny. And, and, I, and Nate and I were just cracking up and stuff. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. That it, it's tough because you know um, you know living in an apocalypse. We're crying out loud. There's a lot of. Uh, roller coasters and stuff but there's some really really good uh there's a lot of, gosh that's really tough there's a lot of really good um enjoyable moments and stuff um, so. i can picture casey all right i need you to reach down and remember your inner adolescent and you're just like okay i'm there <laughs> <laughs> no just just the last the last one i just played the last episode when saul and, and victor are messing around with with the uh, skittle sweat I mean, we're, I mean, Saul and Saul and I mean, uh, Nate and I are really cracking up. I mean, we really are. No, no, you have it. No, 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 you yeah. have it. From but, all over. <laughs> that's just nasty, man. When you think about it, that's just nasty. It's disgusting. <laughs> so, I thought about it today, uh, as a matter of fact. But I always find it kind of odd. You know, I'll show up. I'll show up. Uh, you know, to the recording. And Casey will be like, um, okay, so you have a really big part today. And I'm like, but I only have two lines. Yeah, yeah, I know, but you got to warm up. You got to warm up. So here, why don't you start by emptying out these trash cans and uh, and cleaning these mirrors and then serve me some coffee. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Why, dude? Because I'm the Mexican here? What's going on? (laughs) But uh, no, I'm just teasing. But, um, but, But I, uh, I, uh, no, I have a really good time recording with, with everyone. It, it, it's, uh, you know, uh, you know, there was a time there for, for a while that it did. It just seemed like I, I wasn't recording with anyone, but, you know, uh, Nate and, uh, and, and, um, and Constance. So, you know, those, that those that were quite a while. So it was just, we, we had a good time recording that. It was, it was a lot of fun, but I don't even know if I answered the question. Did I answer the question? I think so. Damn, yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm worse than Scott Marvin, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you haven't Focus listened auto. yet. Focus. You haven't listened yet. 
I'm going to listen tonight. I'm going to listen tonight. It's one of those you can't put down. Pick it up. I've uh, I've got two left, Redbeard. I don't know where you're at. Um, I'm good. Okay. Good. So, uh, I don't. I'm trying to figure out how to ask this without sounding rude at all. But um, somebody, someone told us along the line that you embellish your accent a little bit more whenever you're Vic, and you know it's not the way you normally talk. Now, yeah. I wanted to ask: Are you using that tonight? Because you sound almost just like him to me. No, I, I, you know what, I, I don't know. It's hard to tell because when sometimes I do, I do find myself. Actually, towards the last part of the recordings, I found myself being more me, you know, and um, and and I don't know. That's that's hard to tell. I mean, I do, I do maybe make a slight gruffness to it, you know, in certain situations, but I um, I, I think I kind of let back of that a little bit, and uh, because I found that. The more I got, uh, the more I got into the recordings, the more I started noticing that um, I was learning. I was learning to listen to myself a little bit better, and I just felt like it was it was it was coming off better. And um, and so no, I, I don't know. I mean, that's that's tough. I don't I don't think I really you know get into that whole trying to really make it into an accent or anything like that. I mean, I get a lot of people telling me, yeah, you you do have an accent. Um, so and, right right but, now though right now I'm not like right now this is my voice this you is know? your voice okay because you sound just like Vic to me I don't know if maybe I'm just used to talking to you now but so. no this no this is my voice and and the more I talk the the, the more I feel like I'm you know I lose it a little bit but but I, I tend to laugh a lot but no you guys uh, English was not my first language and um, and so I spoke you know Spanish for a good four or five years before I I even you know, uh, spoke English. So, um, you know, my parents speak very little English. And uh, so sometimes it still kind of carries over, you know. And uh, so, but no, I mean, I, I, I don't see, I, I, you know, it's funny. I, I don't feel like, uh, I, like I'm really trying to do the whole accent thing. I, I think maybe that was more in the beginning. But, uh, but I, I pulled back a little bit from that and stuff. So in the very beginning, it, it did seem a little bit more gruff, kind of a, Hispanic accent to it. Yeah, you know, and and maybe that was just my insecurity, you know, that I felt like, uh, okay, this is who I think Victor is, and I didn't know much about Victor, and um, it was my first time recording like that. I didn't know, and then you know, you just I, I listened to myself and and over and over and over, and I, and and so you know, you kind of grow with the part, and you realize, uh, you know, Casey gives you some leeway, and. And you're like, uh, and 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 I mean, you know, he'll tell you, he'll tell you if you know, let's let's do more like this, you know, or or let's try that, you know. And so, but you know, he let he lets uh, some some of it go, and so I found myself being more comfortable in my shoes, and, well, my voice, and uh, <laughs> 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 but uh, so yeah, so it just felt more. And you know what? I, I don't know. As Deacon, you know, Deacon, uh, Deacon. He, he did our shots and stuff, and it's funny because he mentioned he goes, "Dude, that is Victor," and and you know, and then that's when it kind of hit me. You know, I was like, "Oh wow, I guess you know, I guess there really is a lot of auto in Victor, and vice versa." <laughs> oh, Deacon, Deacon, by the way, is the guy. Do you guys, you know, Deacon, right? Yeah, He's Deacon, the, the photographer, he, uh, frequency he did, something. He did, a, yeah, he did our photo shoot. Yeah. Yeah, he does really good stuff. So, so yeah, so, he's uh, he did, some, yeah, he did, yeah. Here's a here's one we've asked. I'm sorry. I'm not photogenic. What's that? You're not photogenic. No, no, 
No. I need no. to go back and look at those pictures. You weren't you weren't in the latest shoot, were you? Yeah. Were you with Jay and everybody? Oh yeah. 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 I was in there. I'm drawing but, a blank. I've got to go back and look at that now. Yeah. So uh, I, I uh, and that that actually that SKS is actually mine that I'm holding. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. So, but uh, but it was fun. It was a lot of fun. It was really really a lot of fun stuff. And uh, he did a great job. So I, you know. To drive from Vegas, man, that was that was really nice of him. Mm-hmm. Him and his wife. So, if you could, uh, this is something we ask everybody. Uh, if you could pick any of the characters from We're Alive to survive with in a zombie apocalypse, who would you choose? You know, I thought about that a lot, and I'm like, uh, well, you mean as Victor choose, choosing another? No, character? you, you as you picking one of the characters. Oh, Otto. All right. So, you know what? I would probably pick. Hope, believe it or not, mm-hmm. uh, and I'll tell you why. Because I thought about this, and, and, and having a little son, um, you know, if that kind of hell was unleashed, I I think to myself, yes, our survival instincts kick in, but if I've lost everything, I'm like, what? What is the purpose to keep going on in this kind of world? I don't know. I mean, that's a tough call. I think by choosing hope. Um, it would give me. Oops, sorry about that. I got my phone ringing. Um, <laughs> I, think, I think. I think. If I. If I. If I decided to kind of become that big brother or father figure for Hope, I think it would keep me focused as to why uh, there's a need to to live or keep living in a world that's just gone to crap. Um, I think. You know, if I'm to live a week or a month, uh, I think it would probably be the more noble thing to try to take care. of of someone and not fall into self-pity um, for for my losses. I, I think it would keep me more alert. It make me more, uh, uh, you know, it, it, I think it would, it would keep me sharp, I think, to try to protect someone, to try to keep them safe. I think it would keep me focused uh, and uh, and just, you know, falling to, uh, to despair. You know, I mean, it, it's, it's, if you really think about it, I mean, this We're Alive story, is uh, man, it, it's bad for the cast. It's bad for the characters. It's a world just that you you don't know anything outside of what you're in. And to top it all off, you've got there is no law. Nobody's gonna be watching over you. There's gonna be people who are gonna just try to do some horrible, horrible things to you uh, for the sake of their own survival. And uh, because there is no mercy in few people, when when you know, I mean, it's amazing how people fall apart uh, uh, in in these types of circumstances. And so I think um, I think by by trying to focus myself on somebody else's needs, I think uh, I think I do better. That's uh-huh. a good answer. Yeah, that was a really good answer. Thanks for uh, knowing it already and giving it some thought like that. Yeah, no, well, really I, cool. I mean, I know because I was thinking about it. You know, I mean, I usually li- you know turn on your show when I'm working. I really don't watch a whole lot of television. I usually listen to audio books or or uh, or music or whatnot. So I'm always putting the, the show on. And or I'll, I'll replay "We're Alive" or something like that. But um, but and, and I've seen that question, you know, I've heard, heard that question come come about and stuff. And I had, so I had to think about that, you know. I'm like, gosh, you know, because you know, you would think, oh, yeah, man, Bert, you know, because the guy's got weapons, or or you know, Saul, because you know, you know, the, the, the guy's funny, whatever it might be. But um, you know, or CJ, she's a great planner. No, I just you know, I just thought about it. The more I thought about it, the more I felt like you know, I I I, I if it was really really had a pick, I, yeah, it definitely be. Home. That's cool. 
Well, everybody, we can, <laughs> we can find uh, Otto at sturkstudio.com, S-T-U-R-C-K-E studio.com. And uh, where else can we find you? You can find me on, man, I told you, I'm old school. I, I, sometimes I don't know my, my own addresses. Let me see. Uh, you can find me, obviously, at sturkstudio.com. You can find me on, on Facebook. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Twitter. And now even on Instagram. Oh, cool. uh, uh, but uh, what are the addresses? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but just type up, just type Otto Sturk, S-T-U-R-C-K-E. You'll find me. Uh, yeah, and we'll uh, we'll link all that in the show notes too. So Facebook is uh, Otto. So Facebook.com forward slash Otto dot Sturk. Uh, Twitter is I don't know. Uh, what is? We'll we'll link oh, it in the show notes, Otto. So just type in Otto Sturk for this for Twitter. It's four slash Otto Sturk and stuff, and uh, and then on Instagram it's Otto Sturk Artist. So uh, yeah. And you do like commissions and things like that, don't you? Oh yeah, yeah. I do a lot of commission work. So um, you know, I everything. I do portraits. You name it. Um, I do a lot of that. So you know, if you guys are, if anybody's looking for a portrait, you know, maybe. <laughs> Right, yeah, but, uh, it's a it's a great idea. I've I've got a portrait of my wife and I from an anniversary recently, and for this latest anniversary, I took a picture from last year's anniversary and had somebody uh, draw it, you know, and do a little, uh, you know, nice piece of art to put up on the wall. Oh, what are they doing? What they, they, do you know? Uh, I don't know. It was a little canvas and a, maybe pastel. I'm not sure, but wow. it, it's it's really nice, and you know, she loved it so. Well, that, you know, it's always a nice present. You know, that's that stuff is a it, it's an heirloom, and and uh, and it goes down for generations. It really does. You know, um, I, you know, I, I'll say that a lot. A lot of times, people say how much, you know, but you, you don't understand the hours that go into some of this stuff. It, it, it just, you know, it's it's crazy. Um, you know, you you see my work. You know, it's detail oriented, and right. so um, so they tend to take a lot of hours. So I try to work with everybody's budget. You know, I, I tell people, you know, if 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 if, if you like uh, the steak dinner, you know, don't uh, order, you know, uh, the steak medallions. Dinner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, and uh, uh, you know, you know, don't don't order, you know, the whole menu if you only got a hundred bucks. But uh, but uh, but yeah. With that being said, I, I really try to give my all to each and every commission. Um, you know, when it, when it, when it comes to that, I really do put, put my time and, and all my experience into creating a really nice work of art for whoever does commission. It, That's so. great. And, uh, I mean, mine was worth every penny and I know my, even my children have asked and they're, they're young, less than both of them are single digit age, uh, have asked if they could have it in their house one day. Oh, so, I mean, it's it's already very special. We just had it a few months. You know, I just did I did a painting for my son, and um, it's a it's a kind of a little stage. It's, it looks like a little stage. It's actually a glass blown boat that I put in and into behind, kind of like behind these curtains. It's got a little crab and it's got the little waves and stuff like that. I have to show it to you. I've but, seen that. Oh, have you seen that one? Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, I, I kind of I actually set the stage with him. He was only about a year about a year old, and but but we you know he was helping out. It was real cute. Um, and uh, but right now I'm actually doing a portrait of him um, and his traditional chattel suit and playing with the guitar. So um, very cool. Yeah, it's really kind of mm-hmm. cool stuff. But uh, 
And uh, so, yeah, so, so I mean, it does. It, it, it's one of those things that goes down for ages. It, you know, it really does. So, but, uh, and I enjoy doing it. So, you know, hopefully, you know, I can transition here from a lot of the illustration to, uh, to, uh, you know, to, to what's it called, to some of the fine art. Um, and, uh, you know, another thing too, guys, if I'm going to find out what I have to go through all my contracts and see what artwork I do have available that, that I, I can actually sell or something. If anybody is interested, I'd be but, down. <laughs> but, but I have to, but I have to see, because a lot of stuff, obviously I can't, I can't sell and I can't do anything with. So, but I'll have to go through my contracts and see what, what, uh, what stuff I've worked on that I'm actually okay to, uh, to part with. So, um, and, and, uh, I'll let you guys know. I'll let you guys sure, know. Sure. Yeah. Let me know, especially that the, the Bioshock stuff, I just played that and that would be really cool for a collection. <laughs> I, have, <laughs> I have to dig through boxes of sketches, you know, to see if what, what, what's, what I do have. And well, it doesn't bother me if you do that. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so, uh, I'm going to have to invite you guys over, man, and help me look through some of this stuff. Sure. But, uh, but uh, I, you know, and, and you'll see some stuff too. You know, you'll see some toys that we worked on. Um, you know, uh, you know, you, you'll, there's like a Jurassic Park interview uh, on some of the stuff I did for Jurassic Park and stuff. That, you know, there's some, yeah, there's some stuff you can find online. So, um, you know, you, you guys can can uh, can can check it out and stuff. But uh, I wish I had like all the exact addresses for, but but I can't think of it off the top of my head. But I will message you guys with some of these addresses so you, you get stuff for it. Jurassic Park. Yeah, you can find the toys online. I bet you could auction some of this stuff. I had Jurassic Park toys. I, I did you really? Yes. Oh wow. Well, let me see. I'm gonna type in my name, Otto Stur. I had uh, few uh, the dinosaurs. I had Alan Grant. Park toys. And there it is. Yep, jptoys.com. You can go in the interview, and they, they have our interview on there for Jurassic Park Toys. Now, what is what was an interview for for that? Um, because there's there's collectors uh, for uh, you know you know toy collectors. Oh, and there you are. Interview with Otto Sturk and Mike Blitkus. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, too cool. Yeah. So you can... That is awesome. <laughs> yeah, I had man. Those were cool, and I, I didn't get to have you know all the different things. So like one guy was Superman because I, I didn't have a Superman, and uh, <laughs> I just oh, had I had them all stand in for other characters. I mean, that's hysterical. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm seeing their interview right now. Yeah, you can. Um, Me too. Yeah, you can see the uh, a lot of the concept art, so you can see a lot of that stuff, and you can see you can see more stuff on on my website as well. But uh, but yeah, it's really 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 uh you know it was cool to work on this stuff. But you know, like I said, you know, I, I'll still do it every once in a while. Uh, but I, like I said, I, I hope to transition to the fine art in the next you know year or two solely and uh, and onto the writing. So we'll, we'll see we'll see what happens and stuff. But uh, don't stop don't stop uh, drawing SpongeBob though. <laughs> <laughs> True story. True story. I actually have instructed. Uh, I can't remember his name. I'm going. I'm. I'm. I'm kicking myself in the tush here. Um, I. I. I've actually instructed his the creator of SpongeBob's son. Um, so he's actually quite an artist himself. He's about 17 years old, and um, I've been giving him classes here and there since he was about 15. So, um, and I did not know who his father was until one day I saw him on a, a Comic-Con channel or when they were showing the Comic-Con. Mm -hmm. I'm like, wait a second, that's 
And sure enough, that was the voice of SpongeBob. Do you guys know his name? That no, but crazy. I love SpongeBob. It's on the tip of my tongue. I cannot think of it right now. I can't think of it right now either. But sure enough, I've been teaching. <laughs> but his son. he's met David Hasselhoff, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so, but, uh, but yeah. So, but a trip, and then so, um, so I've actually. Um, Steven you know, Hillenburg. There you go. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. 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 And, and and I've actually, you know, along the way, I've actually gotten some pretty cool, um, pretty cool collectors. You know, I mean, I, I one one a few years back, I told my sister, I said, hey, do you want to go to Martin Sheen's house? And she's like, what? What? Yeah, she's like, what? And like, no, I'm being serious. She goes, no. Well, for, first of all, Martin Sheen is a huge activist. And um, I did this painting of Cesar Chavez and uh, who was, uh, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the leader of the, of the, the farm workers. And, and so um, I did a portrait of him. Uh, and uh, he bought uh, a print of it, and so I actually asked me to come deliver it to his house. And so I took my sister, who was, re- I mean, really, you know, loves Martin Sheen. And so, man, we had a great time. He was just really a nice guy, really a nice guy. Winning. Uh, yeah, Martin Sheen. <laughs> Martin Sheen is awesome, awesome, awesome. So, so he was really, 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 really nice guy. So, uh, anyway, that's that was, uh, you know, it was, it was hard not being starstruck, you know, Martin Sheen for crying out loud. Um, but, uh, but yeah, he was, I mean, he, I mean, he was just really nice guy. You know, we took some, you know, he just was telling us stories about, you know, how he, you know, his growing up and, and, you know, his name's not really Martin Sheen. Um, I don't know if you guys know that, but is it, uh, is it Estevez? Yeah. Estevez. Yeah. Estevez. I think Emilio. I think, I think it's Ramon Estevez. Yeah. And, uh, so, so, and then you're right. Emilio takes his, 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 uh, his real name. But uh, but but he was what a nice guy, and we just had a great time and stuff. So, um, but uh, I didn't even know why I got into that story. But, <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty cool. But I just thought I just thought it was, it was really really cool. But uh, yeah, so I, uh, I was there. Uh, I don't know if you guys have any more questions. I hope I didn't miss anything. No, was, no, we we really do want to give a, a shout out to everyone on the forums. Um, I, I try to get on there as, as, you know, as often as I can. It's been, you know, it's, it's tricky sometimes when I'm on deadlines and everything else, you know, and, uh, but man, thanks to everyone who has been really supportive of we're alive. Um, you know, Casey and crew has, I mean, the, the endless hours that they put into it, um, you know, to make this, uh, you know, this, this, this audio visual, um, uh, you know, stories, just, it's just phenomenal. You know, it's like, uh, and, and I love listening to, I don't I mean, I don't know how long you guys have been into podcasts, but I thought it was really cool when I was invited to audition for it because I listened to a lot of podcasts, but you guys, um, have made this, uh, quite a, you know, an event. Um, and, uh, you know, just the, uh, the outpouring of, of support and, uh, and the kudos. So, you know, thanks again, you guys. I, uh, you know, I, I really appreciate being on on your show, and I appreciate everyone who, uh, good or bad, you know, puts their their input on the forums and stuff like that. Because I, you know, it's it's nice to see everybody's take and their theories and whatnot. So I, I do hope I hope that it it, uh, it, it something else comes to fruition for Real Live. Um, you know, it would be well deserved for everyone who's worked on it. Absolutely. Uh, you know, so uh, I really really looking forward to seeing more uh, happening with the show. That means a lot. I, we appreciate the kind words too. Yeah, thanks for saying that about us. And yeah, they there is a rabid, awesome fan base behind We're Live. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
something. But uh, thanks for being on the show, Otto. And it's really neat getting to talk to you and uh, getting to know you a little bit more. No, no problem, man. Shoot. I mean, I can be here all night if you guys want to. I mean, I can. <laughs> <laughs> I just finished one painting. I'm ready. On the, I'm going on the next one. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just start working and we'll just keep talking. All right. <laughs> Let's talk about chapter three. Five. <laughs> 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 But uh, but I tell you, man, it, it's it's been it's been great, man. I I, I don't know, um, you know, I, 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 it, it's sad to see people go, you know. It's like you know Jay and and uh, Oligario, you know, who was I mean, guy was hysterical to work with, and <laughs> it's like it's kind of it's kind of it's rough, you know, kind of seeing everybody starting to go their way, or you know, because they're no longer in the in the show or whatnot, you know, but, uh, you know, life happens, but I, you know, if nothing else, you know, we've got, we've got this, uh, this to go back to, you know, and your show too, you know, it'll be nice to reminisce and, and, and listen to, uh, you know, all the comments and, and, uh, and, and the, the wacky theories, you know? Yeah. <laughs> we get, we get pretty out there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> So just a reminder, guys, it's sterkstudio.com. It'll be in the show notes. All these things will be in the show notes. Just uh, check those out and uh, hit up the studio. It's got some really neat stuff. Oh, Thanks again, Otto. Hey, no problem. Thanks, you guys, and uh, have a good night because I know it's late over there. All right, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, man. Take care, guys. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the We're Alive Fancast. If you would like to send feedback to the show, you can email us at we'realive at mickred.com, and we will read your mail on the show. We want to know what you think about We're Alive each week. Tweet us or email us your theories and reactions to that week's show. You can tweet us at, at WAFancast. Visit our website at mickred.com. Mickred is always spelled M-I-C-K-R-E-D. You can find the We're Alive Fancast on Facebook. Just search We're Alive Fancast. Special thanks to Kevin McLeod for letting us use his song Ghost Apocalypse in this podcast. This has been a Mick Red production. Yo, we're just trying to help Otto get set up here, man. Okay, cool. Yeah, I was running a little bit behind. Oh no, we're we're right on time. Oh, okay, cool. <sighs> See what? <laughs> I said, "What's up, Redbeard?" <laughs> <laughs> What's up, <That's> Otto? <laughs> What's going on, man? Oh, not much. I've been looking forward to this one. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey man, I uh, I have not been able to listen to the uh, uh, to the Scott Marvin interview. Oh no. Oh. But, I did listen to the last your last recording uh, that you guys were you guys said you, you had to censor a heck of a lot. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. you don't even know. Of course, you do probably know you work with them, but can I, can I just can I can I just uh, warn you that you know Scott's got nothing on me, so <laughs> well, it looks like we're gonna be busy again. <laughs> we, got, we got a freaking fracking section. Come on. <laughs> 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 you guys, uh, it's gonna be another fun one. Hope we got the red button ready. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have one of those. <laughs> we lost you. Who me? Okay, there you are. <laughs> oh, no. Whoa, are you, you talking to me? You yeah. Talk, you talking to me? Oh wait, there's something on my Skype window. You said I thought you were talking. <laughs>
<laughs> I you were talking to Barbaroca, man. No. <laughs> I, I talked to you at the same time. I felt like we were getting kind of close like that. So. Oh, all right. Hey, hey, we're all Marines here, right? Hoorah. All right. Well, say that like you mean it. Come on. <laughs> that, that was his passion. Let's <laughs> 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 see. So, uh, okay, what am I looking for here? Oh, you can say it however you want to. It's how we open the show. Gotcha. Or you can add it if you want to improv it like Bert went. Oh, I'm gonna this crazy. I'm going to listen to Bert tonight when I'm working. <laughs> what, did, what, what did he do? Holy crap. You're listening to... Uh, oh. Oh. Yeah, that's Bert, dude. That's perfect. Yeah. A show my proctologist wouldn't listen to. Yeah. <laughs> show even my proctologist wouldn't listen to. <laughs> Oh man, that dude, that was a really good impersonation, dude. That was awesome. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> All right, well, here we go.